Hey everyone, welcome to Homer's Dope Nuts, a weekly Simpsons podcast where I, the Simpsons guy, and my co-host, El Ray, discuss and review every episode of The Simpsons ever made. We break down the episodes, discuss some of the references, and try to connect our younger listeners with the Simpsons family and how life has changed since the inception of the show over 30 years ago. We hope you enjoy it and provide feedback as we're always looking for ways to improve the show. Hello, all of our faithful listeners. This is El Ray here to tell you about Music House. Music House is a store by musicians for musicians, focused on the day-to-day needs of beginners to professionals alike. Music House helps you bring the music home. Whether you need supplies for band class, strings or sticks for a gig, acoustic treatment for your home studio, or even recording specialties, we are stocked and experienced to help you find a solution. Music House is located in Northwest Corpus Christi off Highway 77 easy access to South Texas musicians. Follow us at Music House CC on your favorite social media platform or visit us at musichousecc.com for more info. And that's M-U-S-H-A-U-S. Hi, everybody, and welcome back for another episode of Homer's Don't Nuts. As always, I am your host, The Simpsons Guy, and I'm joined by El Ray. Ahoy, hoy, everyone. Interesting week. Interesting week. To short say week. Least. Short week. Short week, but interesting. Yes. Even shorter for me. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. Your extended F1 uh, mini, mini vacay. Oh, it was a vacay. <laughs> Nothing mini about it. <laughs> so, uh, how'd your mom like it? Oh, she had a great time. Yeah. Down to go again. So, it was cool, man. We had a great time. Nice. A lot of walking. A lot nice. of walking. A lot of sun, but. Who on? Max Verstappen. Yes, Red Bull. Team Red Bull. Team Red Bull, yes. All right. So, and uh, Checo Perez from Mexico finished third, so half of Mexico was at the race. I can imagine. Yeah. I don't think, I haven't heard of a lot of F, Mexican F1 drivers. Oh, it's, uh, he's been there for a while. He's been in the sport for quite a while, actually, but he's with a team where he's winning now, so. Nice. It's just growing and growing. Nice. And next week's the race in Mexico, and this weekend, no week. Next week, yeah, the race in Mexico. So that'll be interesting. Where's the course? Uh, in Mexico City. Mexico City. Mm-hmm. So that'll be interesting. If I remember, I'll wake up and. Uh... Well, no, it'll be in our time. So the race will be at two. So you know, at two? Be, oh, yeah. okay, cool, cool. Yeah. Nice. So there you go. It's not in uh, Europe. <laughs> yes, the life of an F one fan is one of a. Uh, Waking up very early to see most races live if you want to. Yeah. Even earlier than for soccer. Yeah, for soccer. Mm-hmm. Sometimes, yeah. But anyway, yeah. Good time. Good weekend. Uh, we go to work tomorrow. Yep. No kids, though. No so. kids, so it's half a day off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll take it. And we got Halloween this weekend. We'll take what we can get. Yeah. And yes, it is Halloween this weekend. Yes, so... Uh, I believe we're going to take a little detour next week. Yes. Right, for the episode. Next week is when we'll do our... Uh, Treehouse of, Tree of Horrors. Treehouse of Horrors, yes. We'll keep it in season five, but yeah, we'll skip ahead and do that. So mm-hmm. Just warning to everybody. Yes. <laughs> just to make sure we uh, keep with the spirit of the season. Yes. 
Uh, but today we're going to talk about Cape Fear, which is the second episode in the fifth season. And it originally aired October 7th of 1993. Now, we were talking about this before we started recording. Yes. Um, Cape Fear is spelled, the, the fear is spelled with an E at the end. Mm-hmm. And uh, I was like, yeah, you think that they were just trying to get around a copyright or I'm, something? I'm more than sure that had to be the case. It's quite obvious what they were talking about. Yeah, though. of course. Even with the boat and the yes. the cigar and the everything, uh-huh. all the little nuances and references, yep, yep. yeah, made this episode so good. Yes, it did. So we're going to start with our traditional chalkboard and couch gags. Okay, so we see Bart in detention, of course, writing the cafeteria deep fryer is not a toy, over and over again. So who knows what he threw in there? Yeah. And then we get to our couch gag, and we have a heavily recycled couch gag again. Is it like the fourth time? It's got to be the fourth time, I uh-huh. think. Um, it is, of course, the um, big circus, showgirl, family guy-esque intro Yep. Uh, that we've seen again. I think this is the fourth time we've seen it. Yeah. So, yeah. It's uh, time to retire this one, I think. I hope so. We'll see. We can only hope. So we're going to open up, as we usually do, yes, by watching TV. <laughs> and the announcer comes on and says, uh, Ladies and gentlemen, it's Up Late with McBain. I'm your announcer, Corporal Obergruppenführer Wolfcastle. And here's McBain. Okay, so before we move on. Yes. Yes. Obergruppenführer. I think we said, we found out that's actually a rank. Yes, a Nazi rank. And then, yeah, Wolf Castle. And the man is dressed in a Nazi uniform, just he was no missing the, yeah, yeah, that's the only thing he was missing. Like, oh, man. Everything else, whew, pretty accurate uniform. <laughs> yeah. Wow. <laughs> yes. So we're getting a little uh, crazy right off the bat here. Mm-hmm. We all know that McBain is German. Yes. But. Yeah. Uh, not, you know, that we get a little. <laughs> <laughs> but then McBain comes out and he says, yeah, thank you. Yeah, that's nice. Let's say hello to my music guy, Scoey. Yeah, we see Scoey on the screen. And he takes a bow. Mm-hmm. says, that is some outfit, Scoey. It makes you look like a homosexual. And the crowd. Yeah, they just boo and boo. They just go at him. Yeah. And then he's not too happy about this. He goes, whoa, maybe you all are homosexuals. <laughs> and he points at the crowd. Yeah. Like, wow. <laughs> oh, my God. I don't know how that one made it on to TV. Uh, there you go. Yep. And then we cut to uh, Bart and Lisa. They're watching this. And Bart's like. This is horrible. Yeah, Lisa says, the Fox network has sunk to a new low. They keep punching their own network. Yes. Right, right in well, the kidney. Well, themselves right there. They're the right ones in the just sunk it right yeah. there, man. And so, as this is happening, Marge walks in and she has the mail. And she tells Lisa, Lisa, you got a letter. And Lisa's like, it's from my pen pal, Anya. Yes, and she's very excited, mm-hmm. right? And then we hear this little voice, little girl's voice saying, dear Lisa, as I write this, I am very sad. Our president has been overthrown and... And then the voice changes and is like, replaced by the benevolent General Curl. All hail Curl and his glorious new regime. Sincerely, little girl. 
Yes. And then Lisa just has this look of like panic on her face. Like, like oh my. Yeah. Anya apparently. Uh, Anya does not exist anymore. Yeah. I think. Yeah. Yeah. Ugh. Happens all the time. <laughs> yes. Unfortunately, it does. Unfortunately, it does. It does. But we then turn to Bard, and he's get, he has a letter, too. Yes, he does. And uh, he opens it up. It only says five words on it. Yes. I'm going to kill you. And it appears to be written in blood. Yes. Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Bart is quite scared. We see him shaking in his little boots. But then we uh, change scenes. And we see a, a pair of hands. The left one's holding a little... It looks like a letter opener. Yeah. And he pricks his finger on the right hand and writing a uh, things to-do list. Yeah. It says, threaten Bart. He checks that off. And it says, do laundry. He checks that off. And then he comes back and he put, said, uh, what is it? Buy corn holders. Yes. I guess. <laughs> so, yes. They're like, who could this be? Who could this be? Who could this be? And so we cut back and... An itchy and scratchy cartoon is starting, right? And it's called Spay Anything. Which, is, of course, is a reference to Say Anything. Yes. But we're talking about... We'll talk about this after. Yes, yeah, we'll talk about it right now. And so, uh, in a nutshell, Itchy's standing outside of a building and the sign says, We pay your pets $75. So uh, Scratchy walks by and he's picturing the money. So he runs inside and right after he runs inside, Itchy moves out of the way and it doesn't say... We uh, pay your pets. It says we spay your pets. Yes. So um, somebody's going to get spayed against their, yes. against their will right now. Yes. Sorry. So we see uh, Scratchy and he kind of like ties uh, Itchy down. No, Itchy ties Scratchy I'm sorry, down. Itchy, Scr- Itchy ties <laughs> Scratchy down. Yeah. Uh, kind of like uh, James Bond-esque yeah. scenario here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because he's like on a, what, a stainless steel table. Yes, and then he's, there's this laser... Uh-huh. That's just like cutting through the actual bed that he's on. It's uh-huh. working his way up to uh, where he's going to be spayed. Yes. Uh, very James Bond-esque. Yes. Mm-hmm. And so it gets closer and uh, Scratchy actually saves himself for a second. He sticks his tongue out in desperation. He goes all the way to the wall around the laser uh-huh. and pulls out the plug. Yep. But, of course, too bad for him. Itchy is around. He just sticks the plug back in, and the laser thing goes uh, all over him. It yes. just doesn't spay him. It slices his whole yeah. body. Yeah. Carves him up. And so we cut back to the house, and Lisa is laughing, and she's actually like leaning on Bart laughing, and Bart is just sitting there not amused. And now his eyes are, you know, mm-hmm. are wide open. He appears to be shaking a little bit. He's uh, very he's, scared. He's very scared, yes. Yes, he's very scared. Mm-hmm. And uh, so Homer reads another letter, and he panics. And he's like, ah! And he's like, oh, it's for Bart. (laughs) And he gives it to Bart, and the letter says, die, Bart, die. Yes. In red ink again. Red ink again. And then we pan out, and apparently there's been several letters, right, to Bart like this. Mm Mm-hmm. And we see, I want to say it's about, what, 10, 12 letters? But, yeah. And they're all in red ink, except one. One says, I kill you scum, but it's in black. Yes. And uh, they're like, all these, all of these... Uh, letters are written in blood. In blood. They, the handwriting looks the same, but this one isn't... 
this one is black, you know. Yeah. It's a different one. And then Homer says, oh, wait, oh, no, that's mine. Yeah. And he says, I wrote that when I found out that Bart the tattooed wide load yes. all over my butt. Yes. And he kind of like pulled his pants down and we see the tattoo. And it was placed beautifully, actually. Yes, it was. And uh, everyone starts laughing. Yep. Everyone. Even Marge. Everyone's laughing. And then Nelson happens to be in the window. We hear our... Ha ha! <laughs> yep. This point in a laugh. Yep. And so Bart is confused. He says, who'd want to hurt me? I'm this century's Dennis the Menace. And I love it, when they make those kind of jokes. Yeah. Because most of you kids don't know who Dennis yeah. the Menace is. Exactly. Uh-huh. Let's just say Bart is not the first character ever created that's a young boy causing trouble all the time. Yeah. That's a trope. Very, very much so. Uh, and Homer is trying to use his considerable brain power mm-hmm. and he says um, it's probably the person you least suspect and Lisa's not impressed she's like good one dad <laughs> <laughs> and uh, Grandpa Simpson is around yes he has a solution to this problem uh-huh. right old man solution yep and he says I say we call Matlock he'll find the culprit it's probably that evil Gavin McLeod or George Goober Lindsay <laughs> <laughs> and Bar- Bart's like, Grandpa, Matlock's not real. Says, Neither are my teeth, but I can still eat a corn on the cob. So if someone cuts it off and smushes it into a fine paste, well, that's good eating. <laughs> yeah, total that's, old man moment again. Uh, he's uh, he's uh, losing uh, track of reality there. Yeah, But we're seeing that all the time now on TV. Yes, yes we do. And so we cut to Springfield Elementary, and Bart is sitting inside of the uh, jungle gym, right? Yes. Kind of like a little protection around Uh himself. And uh, Millhouse shows up, and he says, okay, I checked around. The girls are calling you fatty, fat, 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 and uh, Nelson's planning to pull your pants down in front of everyone, but nobody's trying to kill you. And then Bart stands up, because he was like... uh Kind of like in the fetal position yeah. while he was sitting down. Yeah. He starts feeling better. He stands up. He says, okay. He starts feeling, you know, he's, he's about to say something. And Nelson pulls his shorts down. Yes. And then we see uh, Sherry and Terry. And a bunch of all the other little girls. Oh, yeah, all the other little girls going, fatty, fat, 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 fatty, fat, fat, fat. Mm-hmm. Yep. And of course. Uh, so. That's not, it's not anybody at school. We deduce no. that. Yeah, not, not at school. And we, uh, uh, we show Bart waking up, I guess, yes. the next morning. The next morning, he's in bed mm-hmm. and his alarm clock goes off. And it's uh, tuned to a radio station. Mm-hmm. And he says, All right, this is dedicated to Bart Simpson with a message. I am going to kill you slowly and painfully. Wipeout. <laughs> I love how they went into Wipeout with that yep. right after that horrible message. Yep. We get that the catchy tune. Yep. Oh, oh that was good. That was good. Uh-huh. That was a nice little touch. And so we uh, go down to the kitchen, right? And Bart is paranoid, and we see Marge, and she has some scissors in her hands, and she says, Bart, I'm going to get you. <laughs> Some ice cream at the store since I'm saving so much money on Diet Cola. And she's clipping coupons with the scissors. (laughs) And, you know, Bart's still shaking and he uh, walks out the house. Yes. And we see Flanders. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Flanders says, say your prayers, Simpson. And he's got like a Freddy Krueger glove on his hand. Uh Uh-huh. 
And Very Mark creepy. Freaks out. Says so. He says, "I say your prayers, Simpson, because the schools can't force you like they should." <laughs> <laughs> and he keeps clipping his hedges. Uh-huh. And he actually comments to Maude that that these razor, what is it, uh, finger razors make hedge trimming as fun as church. Yep. <laughs> oh my goodness. Uh, I guess we uh, know it doesn't. It's not very. It's not going to cost you a lot of money to entertain Ned Flanders. And he's making like this extravagant hedge thing too. Yeah, I, mean, I forgot like, what it was. But. It was like an angel with a harp. There you go. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so we go to Bart's classroom. Yes, and we see Mrs. Krabobble's like, "You're going to be my murder victim, Bart." And he gasps, and Miss Krabobble goes in our school production of Lizzie Borden, starring starring Martin Prince as Lizzie. Horny wax with a wet noodle, Bart. He's in like drag. Yes, yes. Oh my goodness. Uh, oh, Martin. Martin's a little uh, yeah eager to do a lot of things, right? Yep. And so finally, I guess it's it's you know they know Bart's scared, so they take him to the Springfield Police Station, and they are talking to Chief Wick. Yeah, Wiggum's like, I'd like to help you, ma'am, but hey, uh, hey, I'm afraid there's no law against mailing threatening letters. And Marge is like, I'm pretty sure there is. And Wiggum's like, ha, today I take cop lessons from Ma Kettle. And Lou jumps in and says, Chief, she's right. And she shows him the law. He shows him the law. Yeah. Wiggum's like, well, shut my mouth. It's also illegal to put squirrels down your pants for purposes of gambling. And then we pan out to the side and Eddie is there with squirrels running around in his pants and all the other cops are there with bills in their hands. Yeah, they're waiting cash, yeah. And he just tells them, boys, knock it off! Mm -hmm. We were talking about this too. This was a thing, guys. I don't know. It still might be. I told the Simpsons guy before we were going through our notes, I said, I've never heard of that as a, a form of gambling. But apparently... It's uh yeah yeah Go ahead. <laughs> it, it 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 is the only difference between what was happening on The Simpsons and what happens in real life is in real life they used I hope used I hope nobody's dumb enough to do this now but yeah. uh, they used ferrets uh, apparently ferrets have like razor cl- uh, sharp claws and teeth and they're carnivorous um, so. I, why would you stick one of those down your pants? I don't know, man. And then tighten the belt. Yeah. Oh, my God. I'm a fan of gambling, but yeah, no. <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah. No, thank you. That sounds like um, torture. Yeah. Yeah. Well, they used to make those uh, little terrier dogs, like back in the Gilded Age, in the saloon. They'd have little terriers, uh-huh. and they'd put all these rats that they found in the streets, like in New York, uh-huh. and you would bet on like how many uh, rats that the thing was going to kill in like a minute. Really? Yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> Pretty crazy. Uh, but you, yeah, you it, know, was, it wasn't, uh, you know, ferrets down the pants, yeah. though. They, 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 this dog went extinct, right? But they had bred this dog in Europe, essentially to uh, for the kitchen. mm you, you, they would put him on a little wheel, and he would run, and it would uh, turn the spit over oh, okay. an open fire. So you could, uh, I guess, slow roast a... Whatever you were making? Yeah, a hog or something. Pheasant yeah. <laughs> or whatever. Yeah, something like whatever. And the little dog would, would uh, run, and uh, that would turn the spit around slowly. Interesting. Yeah. Hmm. 
the more you know. Yes. And I just I wish I remembered the the, the breed. Yeah, but, we'll have to look that up. Yeah. And so we cut back to uh, the Simpsons' house, and Lisa has been thinking, and she says, "Bart, I figured it out. Who's someone you've been making irritating phone calls to for years?" Linda Lavin. She goes, "No, someone who did, who didn't deserve it." <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't. I don't know what problem don't know they what, have with Linda Lavin. Yeah, I don't know. Mm-hmm. Maybe something happened at that point. I don't know. Maybe, maybe. I, I don't remember any uh, big scandal with Linda Lavin. That's how nice and clean of an actress she was. Yeah. So who knows? Mm-hmm. And, and so Lisa's on the phone, uh-huh. and she calls Mo. Yes, Mo picks up the phone, and Lisa starts to threaten him. He's like, "We know who you are, and we're gonna call the cops if you don't knock it off." Yep. And Mo just kind of goes, "Okay, okay, I'll take care of it. I'll take care of it." Uh huh. And he runs to the back, and he just goes into this room and says. All right, it's over. Get him out of here. And he grabs a crowbar and he opens his boxes and there's pandas inside. Yep. I guess most smuggling pandas. Yes, and there was a whale too. Yeah. And, uh, and well, later on there's a whale. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. Yes, yes. Later uh-huh. on there's a yeah, whale. Yeah, yeah, And it's pandas. And so he's like getting him out of the bars. <laughs> so, yes. Not exactly uh, what Lisa thought, but <laughs> something is going on. Uh-huh. And so Bart's just, you know, freaking out. He doesn't know what's going on. He's talking to himself, looking out the window, saying, you're out there somewhere. But where? Where? And then we cut to Springfield State Prison. We find out who it is. That's the somewhere, right? Yes. And the someone is Sideshow Bob. Yes. None other than Sideshow Bob. And did you notice the little sign on the prison? That Springfield uh, Penitentiary, America's fastest growing prison? Yes. (laughs) They're proud of that. They're proud of that. Yeah. And uh, we see Sideshow Bob, and he's writing another letter to Bart in blood. And he's, see you soon, Bart. And then right after that, he decides to write another letter to Reader's Digest. Yes. But he doesn't pick up a pen. He's still using blood. Yes. And for those of you that don't know what Reader's Digest is, because <laughs> I'm sure we have uh, yes some of our uh, listeners that don't know what that is. Uh-huh. Uh, best way I can describe it, picture the trailers before the movies, but for books. Yes. They would send you this uh, edition every month, and it would have little excerpts of books that were coming out, and that's how you kind of decided what you were going to read. Books and interviews from yeah. other magazines. Yeah, things like that. Uh-huh. So um, they would give you little previews of books. They would have interviews, and uh, they would have life in these United States, yes. which is people writing in to tell stories. Those are always my favorite things to read. That was pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah. And so you uh, hear Sideshow Bob going, Dear life in these United States, a funny thing happened to me. And he faints. Because remember, he's still using his blood as ink. And we ha- we cut, we pan out and we see Snake. Apparently, he's sharing the, the cell with Snake. Yes. And Snake's like, Oh, use a pen, Sideshow Bob. <laughs> And, and yeah, and so that's where we end up uh, after the first scene. There. Yeah. Okay, so we cut to parole hearings. Yes. Apparently, Bob's getting ready for parole. All right. Because and the, uh, the next one up is Bob Terwilliger. Yes, but before him, they are actually giving uh, Snake. Oh yeah. His parole. <laughs> uh huh. Yeah, I think they kept screwing up there. He's been in and out a lot already. Yes. He's, 
He's gotten way too many chances. So they say yes. Next up is Bob Terwilliger, mm-hmm. a.k.a. Sideshow Bob. And uh, we see Sideshow Bob kind of like saying goodbye to his cellmate, Snake. Yes. <laughs> but he say, oh, take care, Snake. May the next time we meet be under more felicitous circumstances. And uh, Snake's <laughs> like, Gah? Because he apparently doesn't know what felicitous means. Yes. And he just says, Bob just tells him, take care. Oh. <laughs> 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 uh, snake. Never change. Nope. And so, yes, we are in the courtroom now and we start with uh, Bob's parole here. And Chief Wiggum takes the stand and Chief Wiggum is testifying, says, Sideshow Bob has no decency. He called me Chief Pigum. And everyone starts laughing. And then we cut back to uh, Wiggum and he's like, hey, now I get it. Hey, that is good. <laughs> and then we see Selma up next and she says, Sideshow Bob tried to kill me on our honeymoon. And everybody seems to be really upset by that. Yes. And then we get the uh, sleazy lawyer. The blue haired uh, yeah, so, lawyer. Yes. So he's Burns' lawyer. He was the... Uh, he was the... Uh, the DA last time, right? Yes. Okay. And I guess he's still... Uh, well, no, I guess he's Bob's lawyer in this one then. His defense lawyer. And uh, he goes up there and says, How many people in this court are thinking of killing her right now? And only a few people kind of like, eh, they raise their hands a little bit. Not too many. And he just says, Be honest. And then we see a lot more people raise their hands. Yes. Even a priest... And then even Patty, her twin. Yep. And then the, the person like looks at her, the sitting next to her kind of looks at her. In like, shock, right? Yeah. Like, really? She says, ah, she's always leaving the toilet seat up. <laughs> yeah, that's, I don't want to know. No, I don't neither do know. I. Oh, no. Uh-huh. Nope, nope. So we cut back to the lawyer. Yes. And so he's asking him. He says, Robert, <laughs> which is weird. Here yes. If released, would you pose any threat to one Bart Simpson? And uh, Bob goes, Bart Simpson? Ha, that spirited little scamp who twice foiled my evil schemes and maliciously sent me to this dank, urine-soaked hellhole? Then officer says, "Uh, we object to the term urine-soaked hellhole when you could have said pee-pee-soaked heckhole. Cheerfully withdrawn. (laughs) But the lawyer keeps going. And he says, but what about that that tattoo on your chest? Doesn't it say... Die, Bart, die. And then Bob's like, no, that's German for the Bart, the. And everybody's like, oh, okay. And, and uh, yeah. We even have one of the jurors, the officer. Yes. And she says, no one who speaks German can be an evil man. Oh, my Ooh, God. man. Oof. That, and combine that one with the uh, McBain. Yeah, uh, that's two already. Corporal Obergrubenfuhrer, Wolf Castle. Oh, man. Uh, they're going They're going at it on this one. Man. They're throwing haymakers. <laughs> and nevertheless, Sideshow Bob's parole is granted. He gets his parole. And then we cut to... Uh, the Simpsons watching a movie. Yes, and uh, at guess, the theater, mind you. Yes, yes, and uh, someone else is there. Someone who is enjoying his uh, first day of freedom, maybe mm-hmm. in a while. Yes, uh, we see smoke billowing from the seats in front of the <laughs> Simpsons. 
By the way, the movie is uh, Ernest Goes Somewhere Cheap. Yes. <laughs> and uh, that someone is laughing hysterically. And we all know that laugh at this point. Yes. One sideshow bomb. Yes, of course. By, by the way, all of this is a reference to Cape Fear, Cape the movie Fear, itself. Yes. yes, it is. Which if you haven't seen, pretty good movie. Yes, it is. Pretty I good would, movie. I would really recommend that movie. You know what? And again, this episode makes sense. We'll do the Treehouse of Horror after because this is this qualifies to me as a spooky enough episode. Yes. Me, especially if it's Cape Fear, you know, uh-huh. inspired. And so... The Simpsons are there watching Bob having the time of his life, laughing at the screen. And Marge is not pleased. Right? Mm-hmm. She's like, that man is so rude. They don't know who it is at this point. No. And then uh, Homer is about to do something about it. And by the way, Homer's smoking his own cigar. <laughs> yes, he Bigger is. cigar. Yes, he like is. Like the size of a baseball bat. Uh-huh. And he's about, you know, he's, he's about to get up and say something when something really funny, apparently, to Homer... Yeah. Something really funny happens on screen. Yeah, he even says, like, if you mind, we're trying to watch the movie. And right as he says that, yes, like you said, something happens and he starts cracking up. Hella- like, the, it was the funniest thing he had ever seen. And uh, he even slaps Sideshow Bob on the back with yes. how much he's laughing. Uh-huh. So and, which, you know, like they're friends. You know, if you're laughing with your buddies like that, it happens. But you don't do that to strangers. Uh-huh. And uh, then, of course, now it's Bob's turn to be really upset. Mm -hmm. And he turns around to kind of like... Berate Homer. Yeah, yeah. Well, I think he says, like, that's just too much, right? When he turns around. And, of course, now Bart and Lisa see who it is, and they both go, ah! Sideshow Bob! Yep. And And Bart's like, you wrote me those letters. Marge is like, you awful man, you stay away from my son! Oh, I'll stay away from your son. All right. I'll stay away forever. And uh, Homer's like, no. And Bob says, wait a minute. That's no good. Because <laughs> he realized what he just said. Yes. He walks away and then he comes back. He's like, wait, I've got a good one now. Marge, say, stay away from my son again. No. <laughs> and so we get the groan. Yes. Yes. Uh, you you want to make a note of that groan. Yes. Because... Uh, well, we'll get there. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, again, just real quick pause. The great Kelsey Grammer, man. Yes. Brings that character to life. Like, there's no one else that could have done that. I know. I mean, as far as Simpsons characters that we don't see as often as we'd like. Just reoccurring characters, yeah. as they call them, right? Yeah. Um, Sideshow Bob. He's up there, man. Yes. Oh, my God. Yeah. Every Every episode he's in, it's always a good one. Yes, it is. Mm-hmm. And so we cut back to Bob, and uh, he we see him at home, and he is like planning out his revenge. Right, he's pumping iron, doing weights. You know, we see the tattoos on his knuckles. Yeah, yeah. One um, says "hate" with a long "a." You know, yeah, yeah. because they've only have three. Love fin- and hate. Yeah. Because they only have three fingers on their hands. Three fingers. I, I like the, the tattoo on his on his back. Oh yeah, the it's Bart's head on the skateboard. Yeah, I forgot what it says, but yeah, his big. eyes are all bugged out. Yeah, uh, yeah, crazy. And then the last workout he has is aerobics. Yes, is he like and jump and bounce and twist or what? Yes, <laughs> that reminded me of the old uh, aerobics competitions from the eighties. Oh my goodness! 
<laughs> if you don't know what I'm talking about, YouTube it. Oh, it's please. hilarious. It is. It is. <laughs> Especially the uh, male events. I remember my, uh, I don't know what it was called, but I'm sure you saw it. My mom had that thing as a kid where it was the the green step, the pink step, and the black step. And it was for aerobics. You would put your feet up and down and all that stuff. They, uh, oh, yeah. The, uh, <laughs> yeah. yeah, the, the, the steps. The yeah. Steps, the steps. <laughs> Oh, man. <sighs> Guys, all I can say is the 80s was a trip. I can, that was in the 90s, too. Uh, they remember when Bowflex came out and it was yes. all those commercials? Yes, yeah, man. Yes. <laughs> I'm glad some of you kids don't have to see those anymore. Infomercials. <sighs> you know, they're still there, but nobody watches, nobody watches TV, nobody watches like TV anymore. anymore. But they're still out there. Yep. And so... The uh, Simpsons are scared. They've called the police over. Chief Wiggum is actually helping them set up an elaborate uh, network of alarms, I guess. It's, this kind of reminds me of something Wile E. Coyote would do. Yeah, or like a kind of very uh, Home Alone-ish. Oh, that too. Yes, yeah. Yeah, that too. If you've ever seen Home Alone, I hope you have. Anyway, so he's setting it up and it's all leading back to a Krusty doll. So if anything opens, a window, a door, whatever, the Krusty doll will go off. and We'll know. Yes. By the way, before we before we go any further, have you heard of the latest blas- attempt to blasphemy from Hollywood? No. They want to redo that movie, Home Alone. Please don't. They want to. They already made that part three with a different kid. Mm-hmm. No, please don't do that. They want to reboot it. it I, there's no way it could be as violent. No. They want to allow it now. No. Uh, Even the second one. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. I hope it. I hope it doesn't happen. No, I, I really. Yeah, I hope that does not happen. Mm-hmm. At least not for a long while. Yes. Oh well. So Wiggum is very proud of his trap. Mm-hmm. He says, "Now sideshow Bob can't get in without me knowing." And once a man is in your home, anything you do to him is nice and legal. And he winks at Homer. And Homer's like, "Is that?" So, and then he goes out, leans out the window, he's like, Oh, Flanders, won't you join me in my kitchen? <laughs> and he's waiting, Homer's waiting inside, hitting his fist into his head. Uh-huh. And Wiggum tells him the bad news, uh, doesn't work if you invite him. And Flanders comes in, Heidly, hey! And Homer says, Go home. Totally do. Yeah. You know, they didn't give Flanders a lot of lines in this one, but... Uh, that was funny. <laughs> yes. Yeah, the one, they don't make you say your prayers like you should. Yeah, after he scared the hell out of Bart. Oh, my goodness. And so Homer decides to like hire a private eye or a vigilante to handle Sideshow Bob. Right? Yes. And uh, the guy goes, now, don't you fret. When I'm through, he won't ever set foot in this town again. I can be very persuasive. And he uh, gets a gun. He loads it, right? Loads it. And he puts it in his uh, trench coat. Mm -hmm. And he walks away. And then we see him at a bar talking to Sideshow Bob. And the guy's like, come on, leave town. No. I'll be your friend. No. Oh, you're mean. Oh, my goodness. (laughs) Yeah. I guess this is how he's going to persuade Bob to leave. Yes. And so Bob decides to mess with Bart even more. 
he starts driving through the uh, Simpsons neighborhood. I'm guessing on Evergreen Terrace Street. Mm-hmm. And uh, he's in an ice cream truck with a loudspeaker. And he says, uh, what did he say? Like, oh, um, citizens of Springfield, the following people will not be killed. Yes. Just Ned and Maude Flanders. <laughs> and they're like, oh, right, they're all happy. Yeah. Uh, Homer Simpson, Marge Simpson, Lisa Simpson, that little baby Simpson. That is all. <laughs> <laughs> and we cut to Bart. And Bart is kind of like shaking. He's really, really scared. And Homer, who is really happy, yes. opens the door and busts in. Hey, Bart, you're here. Oh. <laughs> and he oh kind of like uh, backs out. Yes. So we've gotten to the point where the Simpsons have to get out of town. Yeah. And they resort to the FBI and the witness relocation program. Yep. Right. So they're talking two ages. Like, we're going to give you a new name, new job. Whole new identity. And then Homer says, I want to be John Elwood. Yeah. And then we uh, cut, cut to, to a dream little sequence. dream sequence. And uh-huh. Homer is dressed in like old school football gear. Yeah. That leather helmet, no face mask. Yeah. And so he hikes the ball and jumps over the pile. And he scores the uh, only points for the Denver Broncos. And the announcer says, uh, I think the score, the score of Super Bowl 30 is like 52 to 7. Yes. The, re- the, the Redskins... Beat the Broncos. Yes. And we were talking about this before. Yes, so this was before Super Bowl Thirty. Um, that did not happen because, of course, our beloved uh, Dallas Cowboys won Super Bowl Thirty. Mm-hmm. Recognize. <laughs> so so uh, this was one uh, Simpsons prediction that did not come true. I will give them credit, though, for coming close because John Elway did win Super Bowl Thirty Two. Yes. That was when he finally won it. I think that was his fourth try. Yes, because he had lost the previous three, I think. Yes. Uh So, the great John Elway won. With some respect on that man's name. Yes. But, Cowboys won Super Bowl 30. Yes. (laughs) Let us uh, remember that. Yes. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And so, Marge isn't sure about just uprooting and changing everything. And Homer's like, it's a chance to turn around all our stinking lives. And uh, Bart has his own idea. He says, I'll be Gus, the lovable chimney sweep. Clean as a whistle, sharp as a thistle, best at all of Westminster. Yes. <laughs> and Homer's like, shut up, boy. <laughs> and so the agents start uh, suggesting possible places where the family can move to. They said, okay, we have places your family can hide in peace and security. Cape Fear, Terror Lake, New Horrorfield, Screamville. Ooh, Ice Creamville. Uh, no, Screamville. Ice cream bill. Yes. Oh my goodness. And so the, they suggest also a new identity for Homer. And this is one of my all time scenes yes. in the whole series. In the whole series, yes. It's in this episode, oh, definitely. Yeah. Yes. And so the agent says, Tell you what, sir, from now on you'll be uh, Homer Thompson at Terror Lake. Let's just practice a bit. When I say, hello, Mr. Thompson, you'll say hi. Check. Hello, Mr. Thompson. Remember now, your name is Homer Thompson. I gotcha. Hello, Mr. Thompson. (laughs) And so we cut to, I guess it's hours later. Yes. The families are bored. They're not having it. The FBI agents have taken off their suits. Yeah, their jackets they've loosened their tie. And one of them smoking a cigarette, right? 
It, it looked up really, really frustrated. Yeah, yeah. Like, just, man. One guy's, uh, he's leaning over the table. He's talk, looking at Homer right in the eyes. Yep, and he says, okay. Now, when I say, hello, Mr. Thompson, and press down on your foot, you smile and nod. No problem. And so he said, hello, Mr. Thompson, as he <laughs> steps on him. And then Homer's just like staring at him, and the guy's just looking at him. And after a while, he go he turns around to the other agents, like, "I think he's talking to you." Oh, <laughs> oh, I'm surprised oh they didn't God. shoot him. Uh, the guys just like their heads just like just, yeah, they just drop. I'm yeah, surprised they, they drop. didn't kill him. <laughs> <laughs> they have more patience than I would have had in oh that situation. Oh my God, man! Uh, but yes. That episode will always be associated with, uh, I'm sorry, this scene will always be the first thing I think about when I think, when I think about this episode. Yes. Hello, Mr. Thompson. (laughs) I love it. Oh my goodness. So I guess they finally got everything arranged because Mm -hmm. they give Homer the keys to a new convertible, Mm -hmm. right? So the family is going, they have a little trailer with them, they're packing up and they're leaving. And Lisa reaches out the back seat and she says, oh, we have the FBI Light Opera Society sings the complete Gilbert and Sullivan. And they're cassettes. By yes, way. cassettes. And so uh, we cut to the family driving down, you know, wherever they're going. And they're singing to uh, three little maids, right? Uh-huh, from the Mikado. Yes, yes, yes. But then we pan down under the car. And who's strapped under there? Sideshow Bob. Yes, he is. And uh, it's funny because then Homer starts hitting speed bumps. Yeah. We go, ah, ah. And then he starts drinking some coffee. Yes. He says, ooh, this coffee's really hot. And he throws it out the side. Yes. And you just hear Bob. Ah! <laughs> and then uh, Homer says, hey, kids, want me to drive through that cactus patch? And they go, yeah. And then we hear this voice from the bottom of the car. No. And Homer's, well, two against one. <laughs> oh, he, Homer. We see him swerve into the cactus patch and yeah. just drive all over those damn cactus. And you just hear Bob in pain. Mm-hmm. Yep. And then we get a cool little intro here. Yes, this is a bonus. Yes. A bonus, not chalk, not a chalkboard gag, but a bonus couch gag. Yes, we see very similar intro, but instead of the Simpsons, we get... The Thompsons. Yes, and then we we even get that little uh, billboard. Yes, but it's all in uh, Terror, Terror Lake. Lake. Uh-huh. Yes, and uh, yeah. So we, par- we see the, the where the Simpsons are going to live. Uh-huh. It's and, a houseboat. Yes, and the red convertible skids to a halt. And they all get out. Mm-hmm. And then what happens? They run in. They sit on the couch, and over the couch is a bunch of a net of fish. And the net rips open, and the fish fall all over the Simpsons. Yes, we got another couch gag. Yes. Yes. Okay, so this, this one. This will come into play. This will come into play later. I yes. Think, for this. <laughs> Definitely. It's a nice. It was a nice little. It redo. was awesome. It was pretty cool. Uh, very very clever. Mm-hmm. And then Homer goes, "Wow, a houseboat!" And he says, "You know, a good thing about a houseboat." If you don't like your neighbors, you can pull up your anchor and sail somewhere else. And they all start laughing. And as they start laughing, 
all the other houseboats just take off. Yeah. Yeah. I guess the uh, the neighbors didn't like that. No, they didn't. Mm-hmm. So the family goes inside and Slideshow Ball uh, unstraps himself from underneath the car. And, and you, you get into one of the all-time great scenes again. Uh, before we get into that, he looks like hell. Yes, he does. He's covered in cactus uh, needles. needles. He's uh, been beat up from all those speed bumps. He's got all got soot all over him. He's and then, uh huh. And then, epicness happens. Yes. Because we all know that uh, Sideshow Bob has some big ass feet. Yes. And uh, we see him take a step. And right in the face. A rake. A rake. And we hear that groan. And he turns, he takes another step and... And he turns and he takes another step and... And this goes on about five, six times. Yes, it goes on for a while. It's such... I don't know why it's so funny. But it, it is. It's, it's perfect. <laughs> and every time he got hit by, by one of those rakes, we saw some of those needles fly wow, off of him. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. And so we cut back into the houseboat, and Marge's like, a, uh, Homer, have you seen the dog? Yeah, I tied him out back. So we cut back, and this is a houseboat, and he's got him tied up. To one of the, uh, the poles on the dock. He's yep. just swimming around it. Yeah, he looks kind of happy. He looked all right. He, he looked, looked kind of right. happy, but he, he was going to run out of rope soon. Yep. Oh and my god. Marge isn't feeling that. Well, she's like, we left it all behind. How can you make a clean break with your life? And Homer's like, relax, Marge. I tied up all the loose ends before we left. And so we cut back to the Simpsons' house, and we see Grandpa Simpson knocking on the door. Yep, and he's saying hello, hello. You have my pills. Hello. I'm cold. And there are wolves after me. And often in the distance we hear, ow, ow, ow. <laughs> Poor Grandpa. <laughs> totally forgot about Grandpa. Yes, they did. Uh, so, the next thing we know, we see Bart. He's walking down the streets of Lake Terror. Terror Lake? Terror yes, Lake. I'm Terror sorry. Terror Lake. And, by the way, this seems like a nice little town. Yeah. It does. It really does. Bart's walking down the streets, and we hear, Hello, Bart. Bart turns around, he's like, screams, but he sees an old lady. And he says, Down here, Bart. Yep. And so, apparently, Sideshow Bob has strapped himself to another car, Mm -hmm. and he unstraps himself, and Bart's like, you know, what do you want? And then uh, the car takes off, and it bumps uh, Bob in the head. Mm -hmm. Then he kind of recovers and he kind of like... Poses. Lay, yeah, he lays street. on the side. Like, surely there's no harm in laying in the middle of a public street. And uh, this is when we realize that there's going to be a parade mm-hmm. down the street at that exact moment. Yes, so we see the marching band go through and everything like that. Yeah, and which I guess that wouldn't be too bad. We hear him, ah, 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 ah. it wasn't too bad. Uh, but the parade continues and this was a parade... To celebrate Hannibal's crossing the Alps. And that involved elephants. Yes, so we see the elephants. And we just hear Bob like, oh! <laughs> he knew it was coming. Elephant after elephant, because we see as they were walking by, 
they had these the blankets over them. Yeah. And they spelled out Terror, Lake, Celebrates, Hannibal, Crossing, The, Apps. Yeah. So all of these elephants are walking all over Sideshow Bob. <laughs> and, what uh, a weird parade to have. Yes, it is. Pretty cool, though. <laughs> it is pretty cool. I mean, in a lake community? Yeah, I know, but yeah, still. That makes sense. That makes sense. So Homer cracks the beer. He's like, ah. And Bart runs in. He's like, Mom, Dad, I saw Sideshow Bob, and he threatened to kill me. Bart, don't interrupt. <laughs> Bart's like, Homer, this is serious. Oh, it is not. <laughs> oh, Homer. So next thing we know, we cut the scene, and we're sitting with Sideshow Bob in a dank motel room. Yes. And he's plotting his revenge. Mm-hmm. And so he's writing. He's like, Roman numeral three, surprise boy in bed. And he's having tea. And uh, disembowel him. No, I don't like that bowel in there. Gut him. <laughs> and he says, ah, le mot juste. And he you know, kisses his fingers. You know, yes. Typical French fashion, you know. Oh, my goodness. Because remember, Sideshow Bob is a cultured man. Very, very cultured. And so Bart, we come back to Bart in bed. And he's, he can't sleep. Yep. By the way, you know what's the time? No. It's seven. Oh, it's really? It's seven? Yeah, seven. Wow. So I don't know. I don't think that would be his bedtime. Maybe you think maybe he's like trying to hide in there? Probably. Makes sense. Yeah. And so uh, he can't sleep. And then his door opens creepily. And then you see a knife blade. Mm-hmm. And someone... He runs in there and he starts, Bart, you want to have a brother before you go to bed? <laughs> and Bart freaks. And it's Homer. He's like, oh, come on. Let me cut you a brownie while they're still hot. And he's holding, you know, the and pan he, uh-huh, and everything. He's like, oh, that Sideshow Bob thing. Yeah, because Bart tells him like that. I'm kind of on edge right now. Uh-huh. Yeah. And so, yeah. So he apologizes. He kisses him on his, on his forehead and he leaves. Yeah. He's like, good night, Bart. And Bart, you know, closes his eyes. You know, the lights are off. And he's getting ready to go back to sleep. And the door opens again. We hear, Bart, you want to see my new chainsaw and hockey mask? And it's Homer wheeling a chainsaw. And Bart freaks out again. Ah! We see his eyes, you know, they yeah. start going crazy, man. Little Bart is is uh, really traumatized. <laughs> and Homer is not helping at all. No, he's not. So next thing we know, the lights start to go off all over the houseboat. Mm-hmm. And then we see a hand come up from the water and it pulls himself on board and Sideshow Bob. And as he steps onto the boat, we hear <laughs> <laughs> another rake. Yep. <laughs> they just had to bring that joke back. Yes. Perfect. Loved it. Just needed that extra little kiss at the end right yep. there. Uh-huh. So he throws it over the side. He pulls out this big machete and he cuts the boat loose from the dock. Yeah, cuts the rope, and the boat starts floating down the river, mm-hmm. down the lake. Well, the lake kind of like feed the, yeah, feeds into, feeds it, into the river, yeah. So uh, then we know, next thing we know, he's walking into Bart's room, mm-hmm. and he kind of greets him, hello, Bart. Mm-hmm. And Bart, Bart calls out. Yeah, he calls out for his parents, uh-huh. but nope, it's not going to work because Sideshow Bob has tied everyone up. Yeah, we cut the scene. He's even tied up Santa's little helper. Yeah. And then uh, Lisa looks up, looks over, and she sees Homer drooling. Yeah. 
And she goes, oh my goodness, Dad's been drugged. And Mars like, he has not. <laughs> yeah, it's just home. Yeah, sleeping he's just through sleeping this whole through thing. this whole thing. Yeah. Oh my goodness. So next thing we know, we cut back to Sideshow Bob and Bart. And Sideshow Bob is getting closer with his big old machete, right? Yes. And Bart jumps out the window and he starts running to the side of the yes, house. Yes, just as Sideshow Bob takes a swing at him. So uh-huh. he runs around to the end of the boat and... He's about to jump into the river. Yes, and he sees that there's alligators in there. And then he goes to another part of the boat and there's electric eels in there. So he can't go out there. Yeah. So he runs back to the other part. Oh, yeah, the alligators. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So he's stuck in the boat. Uh-huh. So now Sideshow Bob closes in on him and he says, Well, Bart, any last requests? And Bart goes, Well, there is one, but nah. And his whole tone changes. He's like, No, go on. <laughs> and Bart's like, Well, you have such a beautiful voice. Oh, guilty as charged. <laughs> uh huh. Anyway, I was wondering if you could send the entire score of the HMS Pinafore. Very well, Bart. I shall send you to heaven before I send you to hell. <laughs> I do a bad Kelsey Grammer. I'm sorry, but I'm trying. Nobody can do Kelsey Grammer. <laughs> no, no. It's, it's, it's uh, very unique. Very unique. So he sits down, Bart, right? Uh-huh. And he just starts. He's like, we sail the ocean blue and our saucy ships of beauty. We are sober men and true and attentive to our duty. <laughs> And so as he's singing, the camera pans out, and we see that Springfield is 15 miles away. Mm-hmm. So Bart realizes he needs to stall Sideshow Bob. Mm-hmm. And the next thing we know, Bart's eating popcorn. Yes. And, and he starts, I'm called Little Buttercup. Like, oh my goodness. <laughs> uh, and, and then the- Bart and, uh, and uh, Sideshow Bob start to do a duet here. Yeah, he's like, What? Never? No, never. What never? Hard ever. Yeah. He's hardly ever been sick at sea. And then Bob finishes off, but for he is an English man. And we hear an ovation. People throw flowers at him. By the way, did you notice they even had a playbill? Yes, they had a playbill. Bart's were, holding it. Yeah. yeah, there had plenty of costume changes. The backdrop changed. Sideshow Bob has a lot of flair for this. Yes, he does. <laughs> But now the show is over. Yes. And uh, Bob goes, and now he, we see him take his sword out, the final curtain. Yes. The boat hits a rock, and Bob's flying off the edge. Yep. And uh, next thing we know, we see Chip w- Chief Wiggum and a bunch of the other cops, like uh, Lou and Eddie, and they're all wearing bathrobes by the shore of the river. And you hear Wiggum cock his gun. He says, hold it right there, Sideshow Bob. You're under arrest. Sideshow Bob's like, buy Lucifer's beard. He's like, uh, yeah. It's a good thing you drifted by this brothel. <laughs> so oh that's where the God. cops were. I, I guess um, that's where taxpayers' dollars are yes, going. Yes, exactly. To the brothel. So then they, uh, they ask Bart, so uh, how'd you uh, trick Sideshow Bob again? And Bart's like, I knew I had to buy some time. So I asked him to sing the score of the HMS Pinafore. And Bart goes, ooh, a plan fiendishly clever in its intricacies. 
And uh, you know, Bart is really happy with himself, and he uh, kind of like starts ordering the cops around. He's like, "Take him away, boys!" And we was like, "Hey, I'm the chief here. Make him away, toys." And Lou's like, "What did you say, chief? Do what the kid says." <laughs> <laughs> uh, so I guess they don't have to be the Thompsons anymore. No. So they drive back to Springfield and back to Evergreen Terrace. Yes, and they get home, and then we find out. What happened to Grandpa? Um, he is, uh, his hair's long, he's wearing lipstick, and now he has breasts. Yes, uh, quite uh, big ones, too. Yep, so he's like, hey, and Marge says, oh my goodness, Bart, run upstairs and get Grandpa's medicine. And then we see Jasper come in, and Jasper's all dressed up. He's even got a pork pie hat. He's like, uh, he's here to court this fair young maiden. Yes. <coughs> and then a, uh, Abe's kind of like, there's something you should know. And Jasper says, I have Steed 90 tickets. I'm all yours. And he kisses him. Oh, Grandpa. This is like the third time they've done this to Grandpa. Yeah, I know. And but, that is where the scene ends right yes. there. Oh, the, my goodness. The that end, horrible visual. The end of an epic episode oh my God. with... Uh, the horrible visual at the end. Yes. Grandpa with breasts. Uh, and, this thing. <laughs> and Jasper was there to court. Oh, my goodness. Uh-huh. So, yeah. What, what can you say? Man? Yes. So, that second couch gag is going to come in really handy when I ask you, what's your donut rating here? Well, of course, it's... If five donut episode, the couch gag, of course, is always a penalty with me. But the fact that there was a new couch gag for the Thompsons. A new intro mid-episode. Cancels that out. Yeah. So, again, the episode itself already, it is a all-time great five donut episode. It's not even, it's in my top ten for sure. It is one of the greatest episodes they've ever had. Yes, I will concur. One of the greatest episodes ever. Five Donut episode for me, too. With possibly the greatest scene ever. <laughs> the greatest scene ever? Homer is so dense. Oh, my goodness. I know. It's so he dense. can't associate Homer Thompson with himself. And Sideshow Bob stepping on rakes. That's just oh, a staple God. of the series right there. Yes. My goodness. Oh, this... The, the this episode is oh my god just so many good good gags from here uh so many good lines uh so many if we were to talk, that, if we were to talk about all the references in this episode it's insane it would be a 3 hour episode but we're trying to keep these to uh 1 hour about an hour yeah uh-huh but even the intro, man, the McBain, the Nazi announcer, and then he calls everyone a homosexual. Like, wow. Yep. And then uh, the other, uh, yes. no one who speaks German could, could, be, an po- could be an evil man. Oh, my goodness. Uh, oh, boy. Wow. Wow, wow, wow. And like I said, I really love this episode. Not a bad moment in this episode at all. We, well, besides the opening couch gag, but... The they second more couch than made gag. up for that. Yes, it did. Yeah, I, it was. It wasn't just a couch gag. It was a. It was an intro minus the whole uh, 
chalkboard. Yeah. Because it was the Thompson. Yes. And then the whole Cape Fear sign and everything. Yeah. It's uh-huh. just fantastic. Yes. So, yes. Five five uh, donuts all day on this episode. Mm-hmm. I have to say I feel sorry for Grandpa. <laughs> well, at the end, he got himself a date, so. Yeah. But uh, he's been the butt of jokes in every episode yes, so far. Yes, he has. Yes, he has. I can't wait for that Hellfish episode. Oh, my goodness. Yes. <laughs> That's going to be amazing. Yes, it will be. It will be. <laughs> uh, so, uh, anything that we missed discussing about this episode? I don't think so. Um, the Kay. great Kelsey Grammer, man. Yeah. And nobody could bring that character to life like like him, man. There's only one voice that could be Sideshow Bob. Yeah. By the way, guys, uh, I better not read in the paper or on the internet about somebody going to the hospital because they put ferrets down their pants. Yeah, don't do that. Or squirrels. No, no. Don't do any of that. No. Rabies, guys. Squirrels may have rabies. Mm-hmm. And ferrets are, oh my, they'll just tear you up. Yeah. You know what's crazy about that? Everybody thinks that possums have rabies. And they actually do they're, not commonly have rabies. They're pretty clean animals. They're pretty clean, even though they look dirty. They look disgusting. Yes. But everybody thinks raccoons are cute. And those things will get you sick. Those things definitely have rabies. Those trash pandas. Yeah. By the way, you know, uh, if you uh, get a raccoon when they're babies, you can raise them as a pet. Interesting. They'll be like like a dog. Except so that you only, walk around and... So they're only vicious if they're raised vicious. Yes. Interesting. But if you, if you get one when they're a little pup, mm-hmm. it's a great pet. Interesting. Now, I'm not encouraging anybody to go out there and get themselves a raccoon. Or especially steal one from a mother out there. Yes. <laughs> uh, a lot of other things could happen if you try that, guys. Yeah, no, don't do that. Uh-huh. And no squirrels down the pants. No yeah, parents. no, no. <laughs> not at all. Not at all. Oh, my God. We can't stress that enough. No, we cannot. So is there anything else uh, that we you'd like to mention before we sign off? No, just uh, we always tell you all, be safe, be responsible, live life, but be careful. Uh, Ghost Rose tied up the series yesterday, 1-1, so. That steal, that stealing of home yeah. was epic. Yes, it was. Mm-hmm. Pretty awesome. That's, I think I'll remember that for a while. Nice. Until I contract Alzheimer's or something. Hey. <laughs> anyway, until next week, our war suckers.